Welcome in, everyone. What's happening? Uh, just another sports podcast where, for the next hour, we will break down shot for shot uh, the U.S. Open Golf Tournament with Josh. <laughs> I'm leaving now. <laughs> yeah. I completely forgot that was even happening today. Thanks for the reminder. Sure. Well, shot by shot, man. You, I hope, hope you're ready. So, uh, Greg Swatek, Josh Smith, joined this week by... Uh, by uh, FNP IT uh, man extraordinaire and the host of the Uncapped podcast, uh, Chris Sands. Welcome back, sir. Thank you for actually inviting me to join in. He's yeah. probably not going to say On. anything because we're talking about the NBA. Yeah, I, we, I, we, we hope Chris. We hope you're ready to talk U.S. Open. We hope Chris is ready to yeah. talk some NBA. <laughs> yeah, so. we, we he was he was saying that before you got in here, and I was like, yeah, I'm pretty much going to have nothing but smart ass comments to hey, say every once in a while. Those are always welcome. <laughs> But Chris is busy because he's uh, just he's launched or on the verge of launching a new beer. Um, t- tell us about that a little bit. Well, it came out last weekend. Yeah, the eighth. It's a strawberry lemonade goza, and it's delicious. What, what's it called? Beach drink. Beach drink. And, and what 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 inspired this uh, drink? I like strawberries. Yeah. I like lemonade, and I like gozas. Yeah. Can't go wrong, so, I don't think. Especially, it, and it's the perfect name for it. Like we were just talking about before we came in here, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a, a nice companion on the beach when you go. I'm excited. Yeah. And it, what what's funny is I was actually nothing but excited all the way, um, especially because surprisingly it wasn't my idea to put my face on the can. It was the owner of the breweries, and once he suggested that, it became like the only thing I wanted in life. <laughs> And then he told me that his artist didn't feel comfortable <laughs> drawing faces. Oh, so he's, he's going to take it away from he, you. He tried to. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Yeah. Like, you brought this up. Right. It's the only All of thing my in, hopes and dreams it, are tied into this It's now. the only thing that matters in my life right now. Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> so he, thankfully, his normal artist's husband. Wait, wait, this was an artist who couldn't draw a face? Well, she does he, mainly like, like abstract, like just shapes. And she's an artist and, and she things. can't draw a face? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not going to judge. I can't. Right draw a single thing but art you know but, it's all art is all subjective so so you're allowed hu- to judge her husband does that type of work so he did the he me did, part okay she did the beach scene part oh, okay um it's collaboration there so i was happy again but then like as i was driving it's a true respite brewing down in rockville as i was driving down to rockville the day that i was going to taste it for the first time and we were going to test to see how much lemon juice we wanted to blend into it because yeah. it was it was fermented on the strawberries but we added yeah. in the lemon juice towards the end of it it dawned on me like what if i don't like this like, this is gonna be really embarrassing if this beer doesn't it's, turn and, out yeah. and you're yeah. on and you're on the can <laughs> yeah. that, that's what that's what i was gonna ask how nervous were you um because mm. what if it didn't turn like exactly what if it didn't turn out like you expected it, it was it wasn't only until about 15 minutes until i got to the brewery that that thought even crossed <laughs> my mind and at that moment pretty nervous yeah. well you've but, done how you've done like more than this three collaborations this is probably the fifth maybe yeah that i've done um, and you've liked them all, right? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah absolutely. I mean, the thing is, there aren't many bad breweries in Maryland. So yeah. it's, it's not like, – the chances of it turning out bad were pretty slim. Where is uh, where is Maryland in terms of – now, I know I know numbers-wise, they're sort of low in terms of the craft beer industry, aren't they? They're uh, – I can't remember while, what the number is. While you think about wise. that, my question was going to be – 
quality wise, I think it's pretty good. Like we may, you know, across the nation, we may have low numbers in terms of craft breweries by state, but the quality of the stuff here is pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's fanboys for your big popular breweries. I would say that those ones are way better, but I would argue that there's breweries in Maryland that are, that's making beer just as good as the most popular craft breweries. All right. Put you on the spot. And then we'll have to move on to actual sports talk. Top three Maryland breweries in Chris Sands' mind. I'm. I'll just list the ones that I always go to. Okay, and you don't have to. Okay, you don't have to do them one, two, three. You could just the the three that you like the the most. And it's probably really just going to be the ones that pop into my head because they're uh, old mother. Okay, I mean they were my first host, my the first guests on my podcast. Um, True respite because they put my face on a can. Yeah. Um and. Uh, Union Brewing, because I don't think I've ever had a bad beer from them. Okay, A couple things. Your artist is talented, because the flyers I've seen around there promoting this launch of your beer, it it looks just like you. Yeah, Yeah, it's hard hard to mistake mistake it. There's been some complaints from some of our more obnoxious co-workers about having to look at my face so much. Right. And (laughs) How hard is it to launch a beer? I mean, the craft beer industry seems like one of the most competitive industries ever (laughs) in in this day and age. Um, you know, I don't know because I this is the first time I've done a collaboration that was a packaged product, and we definitely publicized the hell out of this. So I would have felt like a complete failure if yeah. it hadn't have sold out quickly in each place that it's been released so far. Yeah, no one likes you, Chris. So, so th- thankfully, it did sell out quickly in in the both places that it's been released. Tonight it's releasing in Baltimore, so we'll see how quickly it sells out there. Well, you guys did yourselves a favor by picking that style because that style yeah. is very—it's becoming very popular, and the time of the year and that was for it is I perfect. Mean, so. I'm basically just a fanboy like everyone else. Yeah. So whatever the popular trend is at the time, it's right. pretty much what I'm drinking too. So. Exactly. So, so the beer has been well received. Yeah, uh, so. it's uh, on. On Untapped, it's rated. It's last time I looked, it was like four point one nine, which is pretty close to perfect because you always have the morons who rate it like still too sour. I don't like sour beers. Well, like, don't it's a sour that. beer. Then it's don't drink in it. In the description, don't don't, don't provide your <laughs> yeah. feedback on it. So you always how, have those idiots yeah. that do that. How many people have? Can you get numbers on how many? <laughs> um, the last time I looked, there was like four thirty some. I think okay. that had rated it. Good. And uh, is this just the tip of the iceberg? Will there be more beers uh, coming down the pike, or are you- yeah? I will as soon as he gets his new fermenters in. Um, I'm doing. We have one plan to do with Idiom. Uh, actually, yeah, he's still Frederick's newest. <coughs> brewery. I was gonna say he's the new anyone. one, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna be the new face of beer, the new face of craft beer in, in Maryland. He already is, man. The owner? Yeah. The, no, I'm not. The owner of uh, Old Mother joked that we were just going to make a beer that just had just my face on it and just called Chris's face. Yeah, <laughs> no one, no one would buy that. Yeah, probably not. don't shave. Can alone. Don't shave ever because people won't recognize it. Yeah. Again, what's the name of the beer so people could Beach get, Drink from Beach True drink. Respite Brewing? Okay, you might even like it, Greg. I, You'd have, I'll to, try have to try it. it. Have you ever had a Goza? Um, it's like it is a sour beer, but this is got look. It's strawberries and lemonade. Man. Yeah, I mean, it off tastes, the top of my head, I can't say I have, but, but but I but I um, but I might have. Yeah. It tastes very much like strawberry lemonade. Yeah. yeah, they have it at Roast House Pub right now. Also, plug uh, the Roast House man, Pub. I'm, 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 I'm interested in trying. <laughs> we should go. We should go to Roast House just for that. So we should. Uh, I don't know what you're. <laughs> I don't know what you're let's doing. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk off yeah. here. All right, uh, let's move to another area of. Uh, 
expertise for Chris, and that's the NBA. Um, the, the NBA Finals are going on right now. You've been watching all the games, Chris. You've been lo- you've been locked in. Or? You know, I've I've actually never watched a entire basketball game in your life. In my life, you know that's that's not that shocking. The squeaking drives you don't like me that? insane. There's a mute button. But then I would have no idea what was going yes, on. Yes, you would. It's basketball. If the ball goes in the basket, true. it's points. <laughs> you sound like my grandparents. You couldn't sound the squeaking of the shoes uh, <laughs> uh, either. So, so Chris so. has never watched a full basketball game. Never. I realized something recently, and I told Greg, and I don't know if I told anybody else, and uh, this is going to make me sound really, really bad in this area. Uh, I've been a sports editor now for almost 10 years here, nine years. I've been in this, in this region in Alex Ovechkin's entire career. I've never seen him score a goal. <laughs> never. Well, I mean, you've definitely seen him in replays. Yeah, but not like like, like watching actually watching. T- I've yeah. never seen him score a goal. I mean, I've seen him score in. Uh, I don't watch hockey. Person. So I mean, yeah, I would imagine. So, you know, that. like I you, watch you, hockey. You know what he looks like because you put pictures of him. In the <laughs> yeah, I read. Lo- yeah, I, I read lots about him, and I know he's really good. But I've actually <laughs> never seen it in Sydney practice. Crosby's better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris, like me, is a Penguins fan. Yeah. So yes. Um, uh, yeah, it's. So I tried to hop on like the LeBron James bandwagon. Oh, like I, a decade ago or something? Or yeah, how long ago? I mean it was probably close to that long ago. Um, and I tried to watch. It was, I think it was during the finals when I tried to hop on the bandwagon, and it just run down the court. You, you fell off pretty quickly. Fun, yeah, really quickly. I mean, it's, you keep going back to the squeaking. Well, so they squeak down the court. <laughs> Someone fouls someone. There's some foul shots, and they run back to the other side. Someone fouls someone. It's just yeah. You just have to watch more basketball, so you don't even think about the squeaking anymore. Eventually, you don't even hear it. Or uh, because I don't even hear the squeaking. Or I could continue to not watch or never watch it again. I mean, take 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 your choice, and you could drink beer and watch and watch uh, hockey. So yeah, I I did want to touch on the hockey for a minute because the St. Louis Blues, who had the worst record in the entire NHL on January 3rd, like this year, 2019. And they, and they and they won the Stanley Cup last night which, in Game Seven, which so. is kind of amazing. Like go, going in going into the playoffs, you have the team that ha- breaks the record for the most regular season wins ever in the NHL gets swept going into the playoffs, and then the worst team. Oh, yeah, all goes the divi- to all the division champions were lost in the first round yeah. of the playoffs, and and the team with the worst record in the league won, won the st- in, in January. So halfway, almost halfway through the season, the NHL has to be happy about this. Uh, that right? they, they won the Stanley. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got a chance. Exactly, it gives everyone hope. Yeah. So, and I think of a lot of the a lot of the major leagues, the mm-hmm. hockey definitely is like that. There, I mean, there are definitely mm-hmm. teams that are always good. That, yeah, that the one are, you root for. Well, yeah, I mean, well, because I mean, Pittsburgh just dominates in everything, especially <laughs> baseball. <laughs> of course, and, yes, yes, the Pirates and, are awesome. And um, but they're. You can, as we just saw this year, you can go from being nothing to yeah. hoisting the trophy around. Yeah, it's, then, it's good for the sport because we've had two years in a row where, well, so that was St. Louis's first championship, yeah. right? That's what I, li- so I we like. We had the Caps, the, and then we have we have the Blues winning I like their first. The, tw- uh, the post that the Caps made last night, telling the, um, telling them to enjoy themselves that they'll never forget their first cup mm-hmm. that, that was that's good nice nice touching yeah. act of sportsmanship it was all right chris now we're going to ignore you for like the, the yeah, next i'll just chime in with a smart there's there's going to be some other sm- smart <laughs> smarty pants comments here i'm sure 
Yeah. So NBA Finals are going on. Uh, we're, we're recording this prior to Game Six. Right. It, it's three-two Toronto right now. Who's Toronto and playing? They're playing the Golden State Warriors, who have won the last two uh, championships in uh, th- three of the last four. Do you know that? Do you, did you know that Golden State has a basketball team? That's a it's a wait, thing. Wait, the Warriors, you, you know, the Warriors I, are a I, thing, right? I did know that that the, well, they sounded really familiar as a team that's won a bunch of <laughs> one stuff. One of my favorite. Can you name three Warriors? <laughs> uh, there's the there's a center. There's a guard. <laughs> yeah, okay. Those <laughs> are yeah. Those are Warriors. <laughs> one of my favorite quotes of my wa- my wife has provided me with over the years is uh, took place like two years ago during the NBA Finals, and I'm watching the game at, at home one night. And she came downstairs and saw, the, saw what I was watching, and she goes, Golden State Warriors? I've never heard of them. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, they'd been like the dominant team in the league for Shaquille a few years. Shaquille plays for them, right? Yeah. I'm curious, is your wife annoyed by the shoe squeaking as well? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, she hates basketball, yeah. though. Oh, she hates but, but it. But it's not, it's not necessarily no. the squeaking of the shoes that, that gets to her. Yeah. So. It, 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 I mean, I also it, I mean, it, it, it does annoy a lot of people. Chris, I grew up. So. I grew up in Pittsburgh. It's like yeah. there's just there's no NBA team. Yeah, there's no NBA team. So I mean, you could kind of root for Pitt if you really wanted to root for a basketball team, but you know, like I just followed. You got, you got enough other stuff going. I on, I followed right? everyone else and just yep. rooted for hockey and football. Yep. So, so the Raptors, I thought, blew a real chance to to win the series uh, on on Monday night, and uh, a, a lot happened before we even get into the Kevin Durant stuff. <laughs> I mean, just the last three minutes of the game, I thought, were ridiculous on, yeah. on Toronto's part. Um, I, and I wrote down a little timeline sequence. Okay, with three oh five to go, um, uh, the Raptors called a timeout, and this was after they had. They yeah. don't, they don't know like a ten nothing run. Right, Kawhi Leonard had just made a shot to put him up one hundred three ninety seven. Kawhi Leonard's on fire. He scored like ten points in like two minutes. And Steph Curry had just missed a three pointer. Uh, and then Van Vliet, uh, Fred Van Vliet of the Raptors, got the rebound. So so Toronto yeah. has all the momentum. They're about to land the knockout punch. And for whatever reason, their coach Nick Nurse yeah. calls the timeout. And I, I, I couldn't believe yeah, it. In I, real time, how my reaction was, what just happened? I was like. It's because they stopped play, and Toronto had been on a run, and I was like, wait wait a minute. Golden State couldn't have called a timeout here. And then they just mentioned that whoever – what's the announcer's name, the main announcer? Uh, Mike Breen. Mike Breen's like, oh, and you know, Toronto takes a timeout, and they go to commercial break, and I'm like – I was dumbfounded for you know yeah, the entire I said, trip I said commercial break. Like, what are they doing caling a timeout? Yeah. I think I think we were watch, we were watching the game here in the office. I'm like, why would you take a timeout yeah. there? You're you're about to win the game. You're, you have all the momentum. The title, not right, just the game. Right. This is like a football team. Chris is already looking at his his watch. Right. This is like this is like this is like a football team like get, getting down to like the five yard line and, and they're just every play is working and then they say ah, let's just take a little break here. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe they, mean, maybe they were tired. They they killed. I mean Nick. They killed their entire momentum, and then their coach. I think he's right, though. I think Nick Nurse said he was he wanted to give his guys a break. He did for like a stretch. The, the stretch they run. All, they have all off season <laughs> to, 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 to rest to and enjoy their uh, championship. Uh, exactly. And then he said something. He said something about uh, he loses the timeouts if, if, he are, yeah. if he doesn't. That, but that's a ridiculous explanation too. Because why do you need the timeouts? Yeah. Just, just, just don't the, use just, them. Just win the game. Exactly. So so they call a ridiculous timeout with uh, 3:05 to go with all the momentum, and they only scored two points the rest of the game. Uh, so uh, Clay Thompson coming out of the timeout makes a three. It's 103 100. And then with about a then about a minute later, Demarcus Cousins has a putback, 
it's, it's a good putback, but they called him for offensive goaltending and all the replays. Now, it happened really quickly, so so to the naked eye, it might not be so obvious. Yeah. But all the replays showed that the ball had clearly left uh, the, the not cylinder. All of them. The, not the basket. all of them. There were a couple of them that did. I understand. I understood why they yeah. stuck stuck with the call. I didn't agree with it, but I understood why they did. Right. It, it, it looked like a bad call that cost the Warriors two points, and in one, it became a one-point game. That, 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 could, that could be a huge uh, turning point there. Right. Uh, but then Steph Curry makes a three. Um, and Toronto, their only basket in the final three minutes of the game after they called their timeout was a Kyle Lowry layup at the end of the shot clock with 30 seconds to go. And then Golden State goes down, they miss a shot, and Toronto has the ball down one. They call it, There's another timeout. Mm-hmm. And they throw the ball into Kawhi Leonard, and at that point, Kawhi Leonard, he, you can't pass. Right. <laughs> you just can't pass. You're the reason why the Toronto Raptors are in that position. You can't give up the ball. And 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 he passed he passed it to Van Vliet, who then swung it to Kyle Lowry, who's not their most clutch player, who shot a who took a game winning shot three. off the off, that went off the side of the backboard. Yeah, the shot was actually blocked partially by Draymond Green, so it wasn't as bad as it looked in real time. But still, like Kyle Lowry is not the guy you want taking that shot. Agreed. So. But let's talk about that play. And and I think it was right after it happened. I said I said something about the defense, and that's yeah. that's something that. People that watch the NBA and poo-poo the NBA, like you, Chris, <laughs> say that there is no defense played in the NBA. Watch this finals because these teams are outstanding defensive teams, and they forced Kawhi to pass that ball because they double-teamed him, and then they got over on the switch to get a hand up to contest the three that was taken. Like Golden State's defense is is always been underrated and will continue to be underrated, and it's and it won them. It essentially won them the game and won that last play. Right, and, and Clay Thompson with the two big yeah. three pointers in the final three he's, minutes yeah. there. He's a whole um, other story. He's, that I he's, he's one of the top five clutch players in the yeah. league. Uh, you, you would have to say, um, but he's not one of the so, top six guards in the NBA, apparently. So, so Toronto had Golden State on the ropes. I thought they were about to win the title, their first title, and, and then they call a ridiculous timeout and then make a couple dumb decisions down the stretch. So, yes, Kawhi so, Leonard was. Uh, go ahead, it's sorry. almost like what happens to teams when they play the Patriots in championship games, yeah. like. They they their crap brain down freezes. their legs. They're, they're, they're brain know? freezes. They, they forget right. how to they, play. Yeah, like they do something that is just yeah. mind-boggling, and they lose right. the game to the Patriots. Now, Kawhi Leonard was double-teamed on that final yeah. play there, so he passed. That, that's, I guess, reasonable. But he's got to demand the ball like right back and get open, get fouled, make a pass to a teammate right at the basket. That's the only way he could give up the ball there is if he's like yeah. passing to an open teammate who's like right at the basket, ready, ready to score the, the winning goal. So... Um, it, it, the, the Raptors, I mean, that, now you have to wonder. It's going back to Golden State. Um, and If the Warriors win that, it's Game 7. And the Warriors have been in Game 7 in the finals before. The Raptors have never been in this position before. So Golden State's a bunch of guys that have done this before. Toronto's a bunch of guys that haven't. So you would have to favor Golden State. Uh, the rest so of the um, a stupid question. Yeah, sure. But where, where is Golden State? Like Come what, on, what man. C- what city do they play in? They play in uh, Oakland. They play in Oakland, okay. California. They're Not Oakland, to, Maryland. Um, they're, Oakland. About, they're about <laughs> to move across the bay to San Francisco, San Francisco but, but right now they play in, uh, okay. in, o- in Oakland, California. I, did, I so. had the state right in my right. mind. Their, their arena is actually right outside the Raiders uh, stadium. That, okay. That, that yeah. dump of a stadium the Raiders and the A's <laughs> play in yeah. um, is, is, is right there in that same uh, complex. So, Good question, Chris. Thank so, you. I, I think. Golden I mean, I'm sure it's like one of your other listeners are as dumb as me. That my wife. Know. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think Golden State's going to win the series. I, I you do. I, I don't know how you feel. So. Um, 
I hmm. think that yeah, I, I think definitely. they okay. I think they win tonight because it's the last game at Oracle, and yeah. they will. Everything is just going to be so crazy. The crowd's going to be bonkers. They're going to want to win that for KD and for the last crowd that's at Oracle. So I say they win that game. I say they lose game seven. Okay. I, I think – Can't win in Toronto uh, yeah. uh, shorthanded. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to be too much. I think Toronto, without without KD on the floor, I think Toronto is maybe a better team. See, right, I think right once now. you account for the exchange rate that um, – Golden State's definitely better. Take, 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 take a yeah. couple points away. <laughs> shave a couple points off there. Um, points so are I, worth less in, in yeah. uh, Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so prior to Toronto screwing up the end of that game, uh, Kevin Durant appeared in the game. I mean, he, he came back after a two-week layoff from uh, from what was a pretty serious, I believe, a hamstring injury. Calf. Or a calf injury. And... Um, and he played really well for a guy that hadn't touched, uh, hadn't been in a game in two weeks. He made a couple three pointers. I think he finished with uh, th- uh, thirteen points. Thirteen uh, points, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and he and he gave him a spark. He forced Kawhi Leonard to guard him, so that sort of changed Toronto's defense up a little bit. And it seemed like Kevin Durant gave the Warriors just the lift they needed to in win the game, game to win the game by a point. Yeah. So had he not played, Golden State might not have been in He was hitting those threes. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Because they Golden State had been falling behind in the previous games by like ten or so points in the first half and they never were able to make up those deficits in games uh, uh, three and four. Um, they did in game two. But uh, Kevin Durant came back and um, gave him just an uh, enough of a lift, but there's the people that say, did he come back too early? Did they rush him back? Where do, yeah, where do you fall on all of this? Because there's been a lot of discussion about it, and there's a, some stuff I want to get into about it, but I'm curious as to how you feel about wh- why, you know, whether he was f- like persuaded to play. I, I think he wanted to play because the narrative changed. Like When Golden State was like finishing off the Rockets and sweeping Portland, the narrative became, oh, the Warriors won a title before Durant got there. They, they don't need Kevin Durant to do this. Yeah. But then they got into deep trouble against Toronto, fell into that 3-1 hole. Yeah, you and, always said, like, don't play him until you need to. Right, and then the narrative switched to the, the Warriors suddenly need this guy. So I, I think you wanted to play to, to, be the, to be the hero. Yeah, I mean, do you think, like, a, a player of his caliber could really be forced to do something he doesn't that's, want to do? Exactly. That's exactly and, the way I right. feel about it, it. It's not like he's some like, rookie he, that's barely making the team yeah. being told to go do something. Okay, so he said he's had all these MRIs. They've he taken, passed every test. Right, yeah. they've taken as much care of him as possible. The doctors have cleared him, quote unquote. Right, he came back for a practice. Um, if he decided to, there's no one to blame for this. Like anybody who's blaming the doctors or is blaming the Warriors for putting him out there is out of their minds. Like you just said, he's a grown man, right? Yeah. And and he's a very rich one. So you know what he could have done? He could have said, you know what? I'm going to get an outside opinion. I'm going to pay a doctor yeah. that's not involved with the Golden State Warriors or the NBA in any capacity. And I'm going to have him tell me whether I can play or not. And I don't know if he did that. He probably didn't. He probably just listened. But like, he is a grown man. Do not blame anybody except him if you feel like you need to blame somebody for poor Kevin and Durant's injury. If Kevin Durant played every second of the season until that point, the exact same injury exactly. could, could have happened. Yeah. So, I mean, did he come back? Was he rushed back sooner than he should have? I think you can make that case. But did the one injury definitely lead to the other? I, I definitely don't think you can make that case. I mean, he might have gotten hurt uh, no matter what. So, 
the fan the fans cheering him in Toronto. It's like yeah, that's that's not it's not that's not great. But but it's it's sort of like a oh my gosh, what is happening? It's sort of like a just a human in the moment, I, I agree. a human yeah. reaction. So yes, the you you don't want to see fans cheering a guy that gets hurt. But at the same time, it's a it's a human reaction. Yeah, in the heat of the moment, it it just happens. So yeah. I, I don't think you can come down too hard on the Raptors fans. The 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 dude, I mean, yes, don't do it again. But, it was a bad uh, look, as right. you like to say. <laughs> yes, it was, it was a very bad look. Nothing but, more than that, right? Exactly. So I, I, yeah, another bad look is it was is occurring on, I, and this is just another reason why I get so sick and tired of Twitter and social media. And Greg, you know what I'm going to say because yeah. I text I text Greg all the time about this stuff. I what day was it that he was uh, uh, yesterday? He, it was yesterday yeah. that this occurred. I was busy during the day. I hadn't checked my phone or looked on the news wires or anything to see if KD actually had torn his Achilles. That would be Wednesday. I was, was for, wondering. For, for the listeners. Um, so what did I do? I went on Twitter and I checked. I did a quick Durant search. And the headlines and tweets that came up, you know, endless scroll of them were like of the nature. It was like, it was almost like the world was ending because <laughs> Kevin Durant, his injury was going to shake up the entire NBA free agency period, and will this be the end for the Warriors dynasty? And da 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 on and on and on and on. And all of these people are going crazy over a basketball player's injury. Like, let's just settle down here, chill, people. Like, it really is not that big of a deal. And by the way, even if Kevin Durant doesn't come back at 100% ever, he's still going to be okay. Like, he's still got hundreds of millions of dollars. He's going to be fine. And he's probably still going to be a pretty good basketball player if he's not going to be, you know, the yeah, number even, two even basketball like a, player Even if he was a, like a 75% of what he was, that's yeah. still like one of the best players in the league. But it's just so. like, it's just an example of what our world is today. Like anything that happens is oh, like the, the most yeah. over sensationalized. Yeah. yeah and it's like the most important, most amazing, most horrible thing that's happened. And it's like, yeah, it's chill the, out, people. It's either the best ever or the worst yeah. ever. Yeah. It, that, that's the choice. There's, there's no middle ground. That, that, that's what we've yeah. lost in the whole social media era is the middle ground. And, and one of the, yeah. And another thing that got, that bothers me about it is that all of those reactions, everything that people were putting out there on Twitter it, then that becomes news because then the, the reporters are like, well, we need to write a story about how everyone's reacting to Kevin yeah. Durant's injury. Yeah. And everyone and how, just feeds off of yeah. each other. And it's just this cycle. It just keeps, and it's just like, there's right. just too much of it. So uh, yeah. it's a lot easier just to completely, to completely ignore, ignore, ignore that it. basketball exists. There you go, right? It's as great as social media is for connecting people and promoting things. Yeah. It just blows everything up into a thousand times more than what it actually is. It, and, and then it, become, it becomes something that has to be covered. A hundred percent. But and it's just it's like va- it's just like this empty vacuum yeah. that it's, it's being covered. And to me, that's like the most annoying facet of our profession now. And thankfully, we don't have to deal with it too much because we cover largely high school kids, and we don't like, like right. follow them on Twitter and report right. about what they say on Twitter. By the way, kids, if you're in high school and you're on Twitter, Don't be very Twitter. careful. <laughs> Probably get off Twitter, okay? Right. Moms and dads, if your kids are on Twitter, look at their accounts on Twitter. Make sure they're not saying stupid stuff and cussing and being idiots on Twitter. You, you, you guys are both dads. I mean, how are you going to approach like cell phones and social media with, yeah. with, 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 your, with your kids? One. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, my, my son will have, he will get a phone. We were just been talking about this recently. He's nine. We may get him a flip phone just so he has a phone. Like it's it's good to get him acclimated to it. Yeah, he will have to be on one eventually. <laughs> yeah, but social media, man, I have no idea when I would introduce him to that. Like it's gonna have yeah. to be a until he f- like figures it out for himself and f- asks what it is. The I'm problem, not gonna show him what it is. The problem is people are just so awful. 
That's like, really the problem. And, and it, it's a kid. Because they could hide behind. They're, yeah. they're not saying it face to face. They yeah. could hide behind whatever device they're on or in some anonymous place. Yeah. yeah. And I don't ever want to have to deal with the horrible things that would end up being said to my daughter exactly. if she's online. Yeah. Like, I'm, but but you guys both strike me as guys that will be heavily monitoring your kids. Oh, I'm 100% social, like social, crazy. Social media yeah. activity. So, like, Josh, you just introduced your son to email, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, he right. it's very seldom even uses that, and I just use it to send him, you know, funny links to stuff or stories that I think may interest but, but him. But he's got to get used to yeah. that stuff. Because no, he that's does, the way 100%. the world works. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's smart of, you to, smart of you to do that. But social so. media is another – just a whole other world that so. we can avoid for as long as possible as far as I'm concerned. Right. Yeah. I, and that, my daughter's all, also only nine and she's never even asked or mm-hmm. mentioned it. So I, I don't think it's really. So you right. guys aren't, you guys aren't, feeling, you guys aren't the pressure too much to get your kids phones. And, I mean, and, she asks for yeah. a phone, but never, yeah. it never has anything to do with social media. It's just games, games or Music. like wanting it that it's cool to have a phone. Yeah. My my neighbor has a you know has a child that's uh well, see she's in like sixth or seventh grade and she she has her she has a phone and I think she uses it for texting purposes and stuff and my neighbor he's like give me your phone I'm looking at your phone so he's constantly wanting right. to check in it to make sure everything's okay and she's using it properly and appropriately right so anyway yeah um so. So this sets up now the free agency question. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a lot. There was a lot of talk about free. There has been for really all year about um, Kevin Durant. Where is he going to wind up? Kawhi Leonard could, could leave Toronto, but I really don't think anyone's going anywhere. Like I, I don't think it makes sense for anyone to go anywhere. Like why would Kawhi Leonard leave Toronto? It's in the East. You just you're at least going to get to Game Seven of the NBA Finals, even if you lose. Like why? why Toronto could pay you the most money under the under the collective bargaining rules. Like. Why would you leave? You're, you're in. You're right. on a team that's in the only team in the entire country. Everybody in that country loves you because right. because of what you've done yeah. for them. Like, why would you go to the Clippers and go to the West or go right. somewhere else and have to start all over with a, with a team that's almost? Re- I mean, you're leaving a team that's one win away from winning the championship if they don't win the championship. But he's he is an LA guy. He's a California yeah, guy. Where right. he, he's from California. Yeah, somewhere. he did. Um, and and then and you have to give the Raptors credit for what they did because. Um, Dwayne Casey was their coach, was the coach of the year last year. They got swept by the Cavs in the playoffs. He was the coach of the year. The, Toronto fired him. Their GM Masai Ujiri is the guy's name. He fired the coach of the year in the NBA. He traded their best and most popular player, who was Demar Derozan, for Kawhi Leonard without any guarantee that Kawhi was going to stay beyond this season. And, and it's it's played out perfectly for him. I mean, right, and nobody even knew if Kawhi even wanted to be traded. Remember, he was right. he was just a malcontent in San right. in San Antonio because of the way they handled his injury and whatever. He didn't like that. You didn't know who know you know who knows what he was going to do when so, he was traded. So it's, to a, so it's a couple of real bold moves that yeah. have, that, have, that have paid off uh, uh, for the Raptors. And I think Kawhi Leonard's going to stay. And then if you're Kevin Durant, like why would you? Why, why would especially you leave? now, right? Because yeah, he's not, he's probably won't won't be back until after the All Star game next year because he's going to miss most of the next year calendar year uh, rehabbing this injury. Like, wh- why would you leave a team that's uh, already the best in the league, one of the best of all time? Um, and why would you go somewhere what, like, the, to, like say, the Knicks, who are going to expect you to be the savior coming off this major injury? As soon so, as you step onto the court. Now, all right. of a sudden, you have to be, you know, ready to carry that team. Whereas if he comes back to Golden right. State, maybe it's on a lesser deal. He can come back. He can 
ease his way in by the time yeah you're 100 percent correct yeah so i don't think anyone's going anywhere i i think the all the drama in the nba offseason is going to be with where anthony davis right uh, you about Kyrie? Um, you don't think Kyrie's going somewhere Kyrie else? could go somewhere it depends if the celtics are able to land anthony davis because they're, they're apparently yeah. making making offers for him so does I, that convince Kyrie to stay if they land a player like that so so, so the the teams that are in the hunt or are, are seriously discussing the the trade for ad are the lakers yeah and uh, the Lakers, the Celtics, the, the Celtics, and the I think the and the uh, Knicks and the Knicks might be. In, I, th- I uh, the, he I think he limited it. To, he he yeah, he, re- he wants to play for either the Lakers, play. the Knicks, uh, the Celtics. He's he's told the Celtics like there's no guarantee I'm staying if if you guys trade for me. So See, Celtics are taking the risk that the Raptors yeah. took with the Celtics would have to convince him to stay. Think about this for a minute. Say he gets traded to the Lakers. Okay, he gets traded to the Lakers. He's playing with LeBron, but they have to trade. Ball and they had to trade Ingram, who's a really good player, and their pick, and their, and high their pick. pick, and yeah. suddenly those guys are playing with Zion Williamson, and they're going to play with a number one pick next year. They will be better off. I am, than, I am almost rooting for this to happen. Yes, Anthony Davis is going is to get his wish. He's going to go to the Lakers, yes. and then he's going to look over his shoulder and look at the New Orleans Pelicans, who have Zion Williamson, the number three or four pick whoever that turns out to be and these young good players for the lakers and the pelicans suddenly become a relevant playoff team exciting team and anthony davis is going to be with lebron and the and the and the chaos that is the lakers and they won't even be in the playoffs and anthony davis the, Anthony Davis's name will uh, come back later in the podcast. Okay. Uh, if you could catch yeah, my drift, uh, no, yes. no, no, no pun intended. There. I don't think he knows what so, he's what he's asking for. He here. doesn't. He's got a bunch of people in his ear telling him that he needs this. And the Lakers are not. They're right. they're a mess right now. Right. And what, what's his complaint? He has no help in New Orleans. He's about to get help. He's about to get Zion Williamson and uh, yeah. and, and and maybe another uh, high draft. Pick, and you have so. to you have to figure that as as years move on, like New Orleans will be the a destination because Zion is there. If he if he becomes what everybody thinks he's going to be, and, I, and I'm not sold on that. I've said I'm not sure he's going to be a next like, like a transcendent NBA superstar. I don't know that that's the case, but he's going to be good enough. That he's going to be a star. There's going to be drawing power. Other other stars are going to want to go there and play. Right. Whereas LeBron's getting older. You know, there's who knows what's going on with whatever, the front office in L.A. I, I mean, I think he's going to he's going to realize his mistake. The, if the that's grass what he gets. isn't always greener. I don't think this is what he wants. I think this is what the people around him yeah. wants because his agent is LeBron's agent. Right. So so I think that's heavily influencing his 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 thinking. And Chris uh, Chris, would you go to L.A. or Nolans? I'd go to L.A. just because okay. it's L.A. Over, have, over Bourbon Street where you could drink Have you ever all. been there? No, I haven't. So I interviewed for a job once in Lafayette, Louisiana. It was you're about to, you're about early to November. Insult probably a very large group of people here. Yeah, man. Oh, it has nothing don't, to do with the people. The people oh, okay. were don't, shrink, super, don't shrink our audience, our okay. growing audience the, here, Chris. The, actually, you guys have been at, growing quite rapidly. We're not allowed to talk about that. But uh, Oh, okay. Sorry. Why? Graham told us we should never talk about that on on the actual no, podcast. Wh- whatever, Why? Graham. <laughs> I know. I mean, who's he? <laughs> but, <laughs> the Chris, we want to pro- we, we we need a pr- new producer for, 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 for the podcast. <laughs> now, now we do. Yeah. Want, want to take over? Um, no, it's in the pe- no the people in, La- okay. in Louisiana were awesome, I and mean, they definitely proceed r- proceed run at a much slower rate than we do in the Northeast, right? Um, I have a feeling Chris is going with the weather here. But yeah, I got oh, off okay. the plane in early November, and it was like, like 130 degrees with 100 percent humidity. <laughs> you could drink and the then, air. Yeah, and 
and it was instantly I knew it's a I wasn't going to take you're going, that you're job. You're going to a swamp. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'll. Chris take, got out and filled his pint glass with some yeah, air just and drank a, it. Yeah. So uh, I did not take that job because <laughs> right. it was a million degrees <laughs> right. in November. So I didn't even want to know what it was going to be like in the summer. Uh, speaking of so Zion, LA. Uh, okay. Yeah, LA. <laughs> speaking of Zion, uh, he's already he's already suing to get out of a marketing deal. He signed on April twentieth. Like April twentieth, uh, it was like two weeks after the, the season ended. With, uh, Gina Ford and Prime Sports is the name of the marketing company. I predict it, he loses that. It, yeah, well, it, it sounds like it sounds like a pretty mom and pop marketing. But why are you why are you, why, signing, why, with why, why are you signing with him? Now he's represented by he's signing with CAA, which is a much more known and reputable and much larger marketing firm. But why would you sign with this mom and pop marketing firm on April twentieth? Only Jeez. only when you're when you're not sure of what what's going to happen or where you're going to end. Sounds up. like he's so, already getting bad advice. Right, so he's he's, he's almost uh, about to throw himself onto on, onto uh, the boat uh, here. So uh, a couple of other headlines I know we mentioned the Stanley Cup already. Uh, the NCAA expects six big time Division One men's basketball programs to receive level one violations, which is like the is, most severe of of all the. Uh, sanctions that could be leveled against them, and this is a result of the federal government investigation into the corruption of the sport. So, so six big time programs, or relatively big time programs, could be going on. Uh, pro- like, Gee, with, with, shocker! With yeah. paying off students or like providing uh, all, 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 all of all the of above, yeah. yeah, just just corruption, like breaking all sorts of rules. Now, there's a great argument to be made that the NCAA rules are way too strict, and some of these rules should be relaxed. But, uh, but the rules are the rules, and 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 some. Yeah, uh, I mean, imagine putting yourself in one of those players' shoes, where you you you've grown up with next to nothing, and you're you're still have nothing, but you're making so much money right. for who you're playing for, and someone comes and offers you money, yeah. I don't care how ethical you are. I imagine that's got to be we've really s- difficult. We've, to- we've gone through this on this podcast many times before when we brought up things like this. Like, what would you have done when you were that age? I'm taking. I'm sure I would take yeah. whatever was offered to me. Absolutely. And so you can't. You no, no blame can be placed on the yeah. feet of these kids at all. They, they, you know they're going to well, take so the money. Young. They're young. They they're possibly. they're on the brink of of you know uh, major riches. But that's not a certainty. Yeah. You know. Well, they're and they're young it. people that have been worshipped yeah. for probably since they've they never were, heard no in their entire yeah, life. They, yeah. they probably from freshman year, maybe even earlier, of high school on, and yeah. so they. they you start to get a warped sense of reality where you can do no wrong and someone's offering you a lot when you have nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. I think what needs to happen, and we've talked about this before too, is they just need to, if kids are able to market themselves and promote themselves, yeah. sign autographs, make money doing that, they should, they should be allowed to do that. I yep. mean, and, and that way the people that truly can make the money will make it. And the people that can't won't. And, if you're Zion, and, and it's, it's, it's the free market. It's the free yeah. market. If you're so. Zion Williamson, you should, you yeah. could set up a, you know, a stand outside of your dorm room. Sign, and just sign jerseys <laughs> and sign, sign, yeah, sign, sure. charge $50 for every one of them. You should be able to do that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. If, if you have the juice that you should be able to, to use it. Um, uh, Chris, uh, beer is, uh, it goes well, uh, with, with soccer. Are, are you, a, are you a soccer fan? I don't dislike it. Yeah. I can tolerate it. Does your daughter, your wife, are they into the Women's World Cup at all? Because I did want to mention the absurdity of the 13 nothing route for, for, for the U.S. women over poor Thailand. So. <laughs> <laughs> my, my daughter plays soccer, but we yeah. don't really watch soccer. Okay. Yeah. So, you, so you're not tuning in just for the spectacle of the, no. of the World Cup. So. I did but tune in. I knew, I knew next to nothing about how good Thailand's 
women's soccer program or, was or not good. And I so, watched. I'm not kidding you. Well, is it supposed to be good or it's well, not? it's it's in the World Cup. Like, yeah, we well, just so talked about this. Be, so it's better than the the men's U.S. team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I watched. I, I'm telling you, I watched like less than five minutes and I saw two goals and I was like, I need to see no more. I just got to turn the TV off. I didn't have to sit there and watch the rest of that. <laughs> yeah, you just didn't expect the score. To I couldn't believe 13. what it got to. Right. Yeah. Right. Thirteen. So. And uh, lastly, I wanted to mention the French Open too. Our, yes. Our, our Rafael Nadal uh, beat our, our our boy Roger Federer in the semifinals, and then a, v- a very good rising star and Dominic Team in the final. And the thing that strikes me about Nadal is once again, he just you just have no margin for error yeah. against the guy. I mean, he just doesn't give you anything unless you're perfect. Like you have no chance to. It's almost like these guys go onto the court and they're already like down a set or two. It's like they're almost beaten before they yeah. even step on the court with him at the French Open, um, because. Dominic Thiem, I mean, he won it. He took a set took off a set, which is final, rare. And then he won two games the rest of the match. So Yeah, Nadal said, eh, enough of that. Yeah, I think and, and Federer, the same thing. He had a break in the second set, and Nadal got it right back. So it just yeah. just the mental strength you you need uh, to deal with Rafael Nadal on clay in a best-of-five match is just otherworldly. Yeah, so. I mean, it cracked Federer. Like, he right. hit a ball yeah. into the stands. He was so upset with himself because he just he couldn't he just couldn't get a break. Right. And what, you I, don't see that from Federer. It never right. happens. I wonder what it's like to be in a sport when when there is someone who is so much better than everyone else like how do 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 the people that are competing go into it really thinking they have a shot to beat man that's a really good question especially for this in this case in particular it's a really good question because he is just there is there hasn't been no other athlete that's been as dominant in one place as he has been yeah, he's he, won 12, he 12 championships and only yeah. three and only three players four, uh four players have more grand slams than that right in, at in, all uh, not right. just S- in one Sampras yeah. has 14 Nadal has 18 now Federer with 20 and the Djokovic with 15 so there's but, only four players with more grand slam titles than Nadal has French opens but you think like like Phelps in his heyday, mm-hmm. Woods good, good in his heyday. Running against Usain Bolt, maybe. Y- yeah, you know, like any of those people when you're competing against them, does it just fuel you so much more that like, you want to beat them so bad, or do you go into a thing Thinking, like, mm, I just don't want to beat them? With, 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 with Nadal, <laughs> I think it's, the guys are beaten before they even take the court with him at the French Open. Yeah. So you could beat him on clay, but those when he loses on clay, it's like when you're playing those smaller tournaments where you're playing every day where there's no break in between so that there's less rest. And those and often those tournaments are best of three sets where you only have to win two yeah. sets and, and not three out of five. Or we And we saw with uh, when he lost to Robin Soderling in 09, yeah. it, Soderling like, like played the game of the, the match of his life. I think it all was, wasn't 100%. He either, may not have yeah. been. And he was like, you had to play a certain style against him to win too. Like he was incredibly aggressive. I think he was just going for it on every shot, and he had the like the conditions ma- were perfect. Yeah. That, that suited him. He had so, the match yeah. of his life, and he right. ended up pulling it off. Your right. shirt is kind of like the clay at uh, yeah, it is at <laughs> yeah. Roland Garros. It is. Yes. So um, when Chris was on last, I don't know if we had the boat segment. Or, we did or not. We did. Yeah. Did you, have you you've thrown people on the boat? I before? think I put Brown okay. on the boat. Oh, you did. You did. Yeah, that's right. And Antonio mm. Brown, we wanted to throw him on yeah. about a dozen more times, but you can only go yeah. on once. Uh, He's in the so, black hole. I think we did shoot him to the black hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah Joe, Joe Ferraro uh, uh, initiated the black hole. So if you're already on the boat and you're still, we still can't stand you, then you get you get fired in the black <laughs> hole. So, um, so did you have someone you wanted to fire on uh, this, this week uh, or? Uh, Put on the boat uh, this week, Chris. You can if you don't have somebody, I I can go and then you can it could think be anyone. About it. Like it could be one of your beer buddies. It could be anyone in pop culture. Um, I would say anyone who thinks that the um, U.S. women's team should not have scored 13 points against. Thank you. That's a good one. 
The only thing they did wrong was not score 14. <laughs> yeah, they didn't score more. <laughs> so yeah, that's good. That's good. I, I don't I don't understand all the uproar over that. Uh, there's a lot I don't understand about. The, the world. I um, think maybe if five-year-olds are playing against each other, that's the only time yeah, it's acceptable like, to be upset if one team's destroying right. the other team. This is what we talked about before we came yeah. in here. It's the World Cup. Yeah. Like, but if you're pour it on, baby. Yeah. It's like it's like getting upset if if a team runs up the score in a Super Bowl. Yeah. If you don't right. like yeah. it, stop. If you don't like it, stop. Yeah. It. yeah stop. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just, just play yeah. better. Did you Did you see any of the Thailand players? Were they like trying to go punch? You know. Uh, no, they, any was, of the U.S. It, 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 appeared they were, it appeared they were playing hard until the very, until the very <laughs> yeah. end. They just weren't capable of stopping the U.S. And then, and then too, the like, the people complaining that they were celebrating. Well, you know what? Some of those women, that's the first time they played in the World Cup. That's the first time they scored a goal in the World right. Cup. Yeah, they're going to celebrate, and they should let have him, the right to enjoy it. And it's not unsportsmanlike. Guess what? They may never score another World Cup goal. Sportsmanship is that when they. At the end of the game, they didn't shove it in their the other team's face. They went over and shook hands. Yep, that's what sportsmanship is. Totally they should have scored fourteen. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Did you have someone you wanted? To throw I did. On, I or? did have uh, a group of people. Oh no, no. I, I, I'm fearing for your life for this one. Seriously. So, 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 you know, the other night, the other day, I sent Greg a tweet that I had seen about some people that were up that were trying to figure out what what. A conversation was taking place on the NBA Finals sideline between Beyonce. Josh and doesn't know what he's about to do here. <laughs> Beyonce <laughs> and the owner, the the wife, Warriors, of, the wife of one of the co-owners or the right. the GM. Or oh, so is this the? Sh- I, I don't know. I didn't even. I just saw a headline that people were like, like all up in arms about Beyonce. And you're like, I don't care about this. And story. I was like, what is this crap? So Greg, Greg explained it to me. Greg said that there apparently is something, a group of people called the Bayhive or the Beehive. It's the Beehive. She's right? the Queen Bee. Right. And they. Where do you live, Josh? I don't. I literally do not pay any attention to Beyonce. <laughs> Josh, I don't think Josh understands what he's about to do. Like, yeah. we're, like we're going to have to get Josh. Stop? We're going to have to get Josh. Stop. We're going to have to get Josh security here. So are you, are you about to put on, the Beehive in the on uh, the boat? They yeah, won't like, fit. I, well, I, this boat has unlimited capacity. Okay, I'm not sure if you understand. Well, well, well that, that's why we had to invent the black hole because the boat's <laughs> yeah. getting a little too full. Well, so. I didn't. First of all, Greg had explained to me who they were and and everything, and then I read a little bit more about it, and I found out that they were These people are rabid. They, were, thre- rabid. they yeah. were threatening this woman that was sitting next to Beyonce. That checks out. And I couldn't believe that. There, I mean, that's, when when she came out with her album, and there was the song um, "Becky with the Good Hair." Like they they were threatening, like trying to figure out who Becky was. And Chris, are you her. in the Beehive? No, I just listened to Elliot in the morning, and they okay. talk about plus he's that got, stuff Plus, he's got a daughter. He's got two daughters. Two. Yeah, they, two daughters, yeah. They're they're more into um, like Disney music still. So, so in addition to the the Beehive, uh, they can be joined. by I agree with Chris. Like anybody, like apparently, uh, these people were threatening this this woman and who was brought to tears. Apparently, like she had to go home and cry. And the woman th- talking to Beyonce, yeah, yeah. Fighting with Beyonce? The, 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 this this wife of the one of the Golden State executives. Yeah, she shouldn't have messed with she, the she went and, she, and she was she was crying and she's like I was like talking like what she invited them she invited Beyonce and Jay Z to this game and she was like taking she wanted she wanted to know what they wanted to drink or something like that yeah and the whole thing started because like Beyonce's expression it apparently changed during the conversation, conversation with this right. woman so 
Oh, so nothing so, so, even happened. No, People so, just assumed that, right? Yeah. So, so, uh, okay, so, so, so the beehive saw Beyonce's expression change, and it looked, and it looked yeah. like her face turned sour. So they immediately started attacking this woman on social yeah. media, saying, "What did she do to Beyonce, or, <laughs> or why did she? How dare she upset Beyonce?" Everyone lives at eleven uh, now, exactly. Right. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. goes back to our Twitter discussion earlier. Like, no it one, does. no one has any idea what that what yeah. was said to Beyonce or Jay Z. But everyone's looking for the next thing to be outraged about. That's hundred percent. We, 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 we talked about like, for like Josh and I have been talking about that for a decade. Like, people love to get outraged. Yeah. They love I'm to be so, and, and upset. I'm so glad I live my life not caring about anything. Right. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> right. I'm with you on that. So then in addition to that, there were some people who there was a there's a uh, women's U.S. women's soccer uh, commentator or someone who brought up the idea that maybe they they scored too many goals or they celebrated too much. Whoever the, whoever she was, people threatened her life as well on Twitter, even well, though she really didn't say soccer fans are insane. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true too the, the, i mean that the, yeah right. she should have been threatened or would have been right. abnormal holy they were they invented hooliganism yeah. right soccer well, I mean, fans I, did so i've told you about my friend's dad right i don't know i don't think so so a guy i became friends with because he he went to school in pittsburgh his dad was harold schumacher okay the he was a goaltender for germany's world cup team when they won Okay. Uh, one of a few years, and he one of the things he's most well known for is during the semifinals, something Bastion, I, I, Bastion, or I, some French sounding name. Comes oh, that sounded French. French. Good job. <laughs> and so that guy was on a breakaway to the goal. Um, Schumacher went out to challenge him and ended up taking putting his shoulder into the guy's mouth. Wasn't carded. Was considered clean knocked out all the dude's teeth, knocked him unconscious. Schumacher didn't know the extent of the guy's injuries and in a post-game interview just flippantly said if he was upset, he'd pay his dental bills. Well, the guy ended up being in a coma for oh a couple of months. So one of the best parts of the story is that like the following year, a French newspaper had a poll and Harold Schumacher was – Voted as the most hated man in France. France. Hitler was number two. Oh my God! But but <laughs> Hitler number two yeah. on the most hated. That's all we need. All you yeah. need to know about soccer oh fans, right? So, Lord. but but this is where. So he was. I mean, he probably was like five, six when this was happening. Uh, like there were constant death threats. Mm-hmm. Someone showed up at his elementary school trying to kidnap him, telling him that his parents were in a horrible car accident and they were there to pick him up to take him Dude. to the hospital, all because he what put, a world. put a Frenchman into a coma. Imagine what, what a, if that would have <laughs> happened today when the oh my social goodness, media. It would be a hundred times I'm worse. worried about Josh's well-being now. He's just throwing the, the yeah. beehive on, uh, on, it's just on, figurative. on, on, on the boat. It's just so. figurative, people. So. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're not listening now. They're already on the way after you. <laughs> they're, coming, they're coming after you. Like you you're, you're tw- what's this, what's this your buzzing. Twitter handle? Yeah, your, right. your Twitter account's about to blow up in, in, in ways you haven't imagined before. So Yeah, I doubt that. Um, Remember how the Kirby DeLauder thing grew legs yeah, and took off right. more than we would ever imagine it would? That's about that. Josh is taking on the beehive. Taking on the beehive. So, uh, so we, we, might, we I, might need to get him a body. Something yeah, I didn't uh, even know existed uh, until uh, like time. four days ago. Right. <laughs> well, you're about to learn. You're about to learn all about him. I'm afraid. So, um, I'm throwing. I don't think Anthony Davis is on. He's the boat. not. He's uh, not. But he's going on this week because, like, why would you leave 
an emerging situation with with New Orleans to go to the Lakers, who are a total dumpster fire right now. Yeah, like and LeBron's at the end of his career. He's injury prone. He's he's played more minutes than anyone. Like what what's what's the attraction of playing with LeBron at this point? Is as great as LeBron is is and has been. He does that cool thing with talcum powder. Right, exactly, and and like. And does anyone even know how good LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to be together? Like, what sort of chemistry are they going to have? Like, like this yeah. idea that this, the Lakers are just going to take off once they get Anthony Davis on the roster, I think, is is right. a joke. And I, I just – Anthony Davis doesn't strike me. He, he'll never be the best player on a championship team. I just don't think he has the mental makeup or the personality. To be this swayed to, to join the Lakers when – when the situation in New Orleans is about to get a lot better, presumably, I mean, I, I just think it's ridiculous. So, uh, so he's going on the boat, and the, and the guy that shot Big Poppy, it's like, come on, dude, uh, you're, you're 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 if you're I, not I'm in jail, you're really you're, curious. This is uh, a deep, deep story here. Yeah, it's getting it seems deeper. Like it- but it's going to get ugly. I don't even know all the details. I don't want to get f- too far into it and say something. Oh, it's but it's, say something that I will later. Well, what they were saying on the radio, it involves like drug cartels and fooling around with the head's wife, and it's deep, man. Yeah, um, but but still, like shooting someone. So if you're not in jail, yeah. well, until you go to jail, like you're 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 going on the boat to nowhere and just get get lost. So yeah. So uh, seen or to be seen? Uh, do you have one, Josh? Uh, I, yeah, I did. It was something that I saw um, Sunday. I was watching, or I was uh, trying to find out some results of the ufc event and i found a clip of a knockout um that occurred it was a, a head kick by i thought you meant like a knockout like a like a pretty pretty girl <laughs> <No>. <laughs> valentina shevchenko kicked jessica i in the head and in, in the eye almost and this is what it sounded like did you hear that like that is somebody's head getting kicked so we had like a couple of weeks ago. I talked about that the Deontay Wilder punch and how that sounded. I mean, this is just. I mean, yeah, oh. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, why, I've why, never seen it. Why, why would you get into right. an octagon and, and and do this? I mean, yeah, these people were crazy. Uh, head kicks uh, to, are probably some of the most devastating. Uh, strikes that occur in that sport because I you're on that shin, that your good. shin on somebody's head. Um, so anyway, that was a, that was a pretty crazy thing that I saw last week. Right, Chris. Anything in the last week stand out? I mean, you have your beer launch, so that, that's got to that's got to count for for something. Yeah, I mean the the can's beautiful. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Clearly, with your beautiful face on it. So, um, but any any sports shows you're watching? I mean, you, you watched uh, uh, what was that? My that. You you watch a lot of shows on Netflix and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, the, what was the, the one power? I was just talking about? All American. Not not that what, one. Uh, it was the one the University of Miami or what, what was the one you sent or something you or something. No, last, last chance, chance you. Yeah. Last, last chance you. Yeah. That Thank you. A, I, you. We've talked about it. Yeah, so. that's worth yeah. watching. That's right. great. Yeah, I think the late, the last season kind of sucked. I didn't like that one quite as much. Yeah. That guy but, was that coach was. Uh, he was tough to take, even yeah. more tough to tough to take than the other the but, buddy, was, whatever his name was. It was kind of hard to be uh, less likable, but he yeah. pulled it off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Congratulations. Right. There seems to be a lot of there seems to be a lot of scumbags that are yeah. you know uh, ju- JUCO football coaches, yeah. but at the same time, like I like there's there's no way I would have watched that series if that coach if the coaches wouldn't have been 
major league a holes like that. Like if they would have been like pious, like motivators. Like I'm not watching it. Well, I love how they they, like they try to be that. They do the praying and try, and then then they go the next second, drop n bombs on them, swearing at them left and right. They're just horrible human beings. Are you watching anything else like that? Like last last chance to you on Netflix or anything like that? Uh, Any good sports shows that you you have your eye on? There, I mean. there's some horrible acting darn it but all americans awesome and i need to look up this it's based on a true story but i don't know what true story it's based on yeah. but it's a it's a high school football um show so both my my wife and i both love football shows related shows yeah, yeah. right they're almost always good like i loved friday night lights that oh, show was amazing that was a great show how do you feel about the steelers this year by the way your, your steelers uh, you know, I, I mean, know. you're probably you're probably you're probably smiling at the brown. Every everyone's talking about the Browns and, yeah. and, and they're handing the Browns the division title and everything, and you guys are just quietly sitting back. Yeah, that won't happen. Watching, but. going, hey, aren't you guys the Browns? <laughs> yeah, so, like you'll find right. some way to pull a Brown. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, I swear, I still Beckham is going to be the undoing of all of this. He, like, he, it's it's possible. I swear that's going to happen. Possible. I um, I I wish people would just shut up about Antonio Brown he's gone he's a more Bell I don't care at all about Bell I mean I don't yes Bell was good um Connor had a statistically better year than Bell's best years Bell never finished a complete season I I don't know if that's a complete fact but it seems true Seems like he um, never played a full season. Yeah, almost. I don't. I don't think he was either suspended Suspension or, or hurt every yeah. year. So I don't. Who cares about Bell? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's gonna. I think he'll be a good player for the Jets. I, I, don't, I don't think he's gonna be a huge r- difference reportedly. Maker for him. Yeah. They're all a good team now, and they're they're all a cohesive unit. So everything. Yeah, 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 ben, uh, everyone, Ben's got something to prove. Everyone so, loves Ben yeah. now. And right. Yeah. Be, Kumbaya is yeah, being gonna, sung at every right. mini camp yeah, practice. They're gonna win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, uh, so after got, bash, after bashing Twitter for um, uh, for the last hour, there was an interesting interaction on Twitter that, that caught my eye. Uh, Jenna Fisher of, of The Office, she plays Pam on The Office. She's a huge St. Louis Blues fan. I, th- I think she lives there with uh, with her husband and, and, and their kids, and they were at most of the Stanley Cup games. And I caught an intermission report, and, and she was on with, with, with the guys on NBC. And apparently she was going back with John, Kras- John Krasinski, who played her love interest on The Office, Jim Halpert. Who's a big Boston sports fan and Boston Bruins fan, and, uh, and how and, happy are we all that they lost? Right. Okay, um, right. <laughs> yeah, because Boston needs another. <laughs> yeah. It's it's been four months since yeah. the, since. Well, the did you see won that the there Bowl. was the people were using so. the hashtag and hashtag and the drought. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's That's funny. Good. Like like the Babe Ruth that going all those years the Red Sox. I mean, it's almost yeah. laughable now. All the years the Red Sox didn't win the World Series. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, Jenna Fisher had a tweet. Uh, she said, um, uh-oh, and then she she tweeted at John Krasinski, John Krasinski on uh, Twitter, and she said, looks like Pam is going home with Stanley. Um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> like, who, who, like, who saw this coming? <laughs> That's and, great. And, and then That's Krasinski hilarious. got back to her. He said, uh, is, is that what you're trying to do, Fisher, or whatever? And, and he said, like, Bruins in seven. And of course, they, they lost game seven. But but there was an interesting Jim and Pam uh, Twitter. That's a Hall of Fame tweet right uh, there. Uh, that is. Twitter inter- interaction uh, this past week about, about hockey. Created. So. 
I heard yeah. some people don't like it, but they just Those can't get past the wrong. They just can't get past the awkward. <laughs> they just can't get. It's too awkward for them. They my, can't my get wife, over the again. I'm gonna bring my wife yeah. into it. She doesn't get it. She never understands. She doesn't understand why it's such a good show. Like she doesn't understand that it, it's like filmed as a documentary or it's supposed to appear like a documentary. She's like, right. why are they always talking into the camera? I don't understand this. Right. <laughs> it's just some of the best moments in television oh ever. So uncomfortable. Snip, snap, snip, snap. So uncomfortable. So many uncomfortable moments right. in, that, in that show. Uh, so that was a great Twitter back and forth in the last week. And then uh, the 2B scene, uh, the Carolina League All-Star game is here on, on Tuesday. Yes. So, so so the best players in the league that the Keys play in uh, will, will be here playing at Nemeo Field at uh, 7 o'clock Tuesday. There's a skills competition and an autograph signing before the game. I think the game starts at 7.15. I think the gates open at, over at Nemeo Field at 3 o'clock. It's so. also a new uh, craft beer bar in uh, Nemeo Field with 26 taps of yeah, local right. Frederick craft beer. Right. Yeah. yeah. So check it out. Um, the four each and a half of, inning. Each one of them costs about $11, I think, right? right. $11 beer. Uh, Chris, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, check him out on the Uncapped podcast, um, which is our most popular podcast. I know Graham doesn't want us mentioning this, but I do have to say thank you to all of our listeners because our audience more than doubled uh, 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 over the last month as Chris breaks the microphones, which I've well, I often done during this it. podcast before. So. Um, well, I can. Hey, Graham's definitely not going to be happy when I'm really close to hitting 10,000 subscribers. I'm going to talk about that left doing? and right whenever it happens yeah we're, we're, <laughs> hey man we're we're, we're we're thanking our listeners and uh and, and trumpeting our success a little we're bit, in the so. business of gaining we're, subscribers come on we should be able to we're tooting our own that. horn a little bit which is what everyone does on social media anyway so right. so chris thank you in addition uh, to threatening people's lives ch- check out a beer uh beach beer right beach drink beach drink okay check it out at your local craft uh uh, oh, it's pretty much sold out everywhere. Right yeah. now, it's at Roast House Pub and on draft at but the But on brewery. your way to the beach, on your way to Ocean City, the Outer Banks, wherever you're headed, uh, pick up this beer. Uh, and you can't miss it because your face is on it, right, Chris? Yes, okay. Big bushy beard. Yeah. So. Thank you all for listening. This has been Just Another Sports Podcast. <laughs>